Welcome to Bedtime History. Hello, this is Breck. Guess what, parents? Bedtime History is now available on Story Button. Story Button is the easiest way to listen to our show without using screen devices like your phone or a tablet. Story Button is like a radio that's built for easy listening to your favorite kids' podcasts like ours. And the best part is there's no subscriptions or fees to access the content. This week, save $10 and get free shipping when you go to storybutton.com forward slash bedtime history. That's storybutton.com forward slash bedtime history. A shout out to our newest donor, Riley from White Plains. If you'd like to donate to Bedtime History, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or via Patreon, and you can find that link at BedtimeHistoryStories.com and click on Donate in the menu, and there you can get a shout-out and access to our 200-plus episodes ad-free. Imagine a world where interesting creatures that have powers roam free, each with their own unique abilities and personalities that you can catch and keep in a little red and white ball. These creatures are called Pokemon, and you keep them in a Pokeball. As a young trainer, you set out on an adventure to explore this world and catch as many of these creatures as you can, traveling through different regions, each with its own unique environment and different types of Pokemon. You'll journey through lush forests, treacherous mountains, and even mysterious underwater kingdoms, encountering new and exciting Pokemon along the way. With your trusty Pokeball, you'll be able to capture these creatures and add them to your team, training them to be stronger and braver so that they can fight for you. As you travel, you'll meet other trainers and their Pokemon, and you'll have the chance to challenge them to battles. These battles are a test of your skills as a trainer and a showcase of the strength and abilities of your Pokemon. You'll have to strategize and work with your Pokemon using their different moves and powers to defeat your opponents. Along the way, you'll also have the opportunity to collect valuable items and earn rewards such as gym badges and special items that will make your journey easier. You'll meet friendly and helpful characters who will give you tips and advice on how to become a better trainer. But your ultimate goal is to become the greatest Pokemon trainer of all time. To achieve this, you'll need to journey to the Pokemon League, where the strongest trainers from each region come together to compete in the ultimate test of their skills. You'll have to defeat each gym leader, earning their badges along the way, and then face off against the Elite Four and the Pokemon Champion. Only then will you be able to call yourself the greatest Pokemon trainer of all time. So pack your bags, grab your Pokeball, and embark on an adventure through the history of Pokemon with us today. Let's travel back to the early 1980s in a place called Setagaya, Tokyo, where there was a boy named Satoshi Tajiri. Satoshi loved catching bugs and collecting them as a hobby when he was young. His friends even called him Dr. Bug. As Satoshi grew up in the bustling city of Tokyo, he noticed that the spaces where he used to hunt for bugs were disappearing as more and more land was being covered by streets and buildings. But Satoshi didn't want to lose the feeling of catching and collecting creatures, and he dreamed of a way to bring that same joy to other kids. As he got older, Satoshi became fascinated with arcade games and spent many hours playing them. 
His love for games like Space Invaders and Dig Dug inspired him to create his own video games. Satoshi took apart his video game system to understand how it worked, and even won a video game contest when he was 16 years old. Satoshi's love for video games never went away, even though his parents thought he was a troublemaker for spending so much time playing them. He even cut classes sometimes to play his games. Over time, he made up for it by attending makeup classes and eventually earned his high school diploma. Instead of going to college, Satoshi attended a two-year technical degree program at the Tokyo National College of Technology, where he studied electronics and computer science. When Satoshi became a little older, he made a special magazine that he would write by hand and staple it together called Game Freak. Game Freak was a magazine that had tips and tricks on how to beat games and find hidden secrets in them. A hidden secret in a game is called an Easter egg. The magazine became so popular that one magazine sold over 10,000 copies. Satoshi's friend Ken Sugimori was the person who drew the pictures in the magazine. This is called an illustrator. As the two of them wrote this magazine, they realized that most video games weren't very good so they decided to make their own games instead. Tajiri learned how to make games by studying and practicing a lot. Finally, in 1989, Tajiri and his friend, Sugimori, started their own video game company called Game Freak. Their very first game, Quinty, was a big hit, and they never looked back. After several years of developing games for different consoles, Satoshi and his friend Ken decided to talk about their idea to Nintendo for a game about collecting monsters. The idea was a hit, but it wasn't easy to convince Nintendo to take a chance on something so unique. Thanks to their previous successes, Game Freak was given the okay to develop the game under the help and mentorship of Shigeru Miyamoto. Shigeru Miyamoto was the creator of Super Mario, a video game about an Italian plumber who crawls through green pipes and collects gold coins while trying to save the Princess Daisy from the evil Bowser. Satoshi worked long, hard hours on his video game, and in an interview once, he was asked why he looked so tired, and he responded by saying, I sleep 12 hours, and then work 24 hours. I've worked those strange hours for the past three years. It's better to stay up day and night to come up with ideas. I usually get inspired for game designing by working this schedule. After six years of long hours and a lot of hard work, the world was introduced to Pocket Monsters Red and Green, the very first Pokemon video game. These games allowed players to catch, collect, and trade over 150 different Pokemon characters. This game was an instant hit in Japan, and soon the game was spreading to other parts of the world. So what is Pokemon? In the world of Pokemon, people known as Pokemon trainers catch and train creatures called Pokemon. Pokemon are fictional animals with unique abilities and characteristics. The trainers then battle their Pokemon against other trainers to determine who's the strongest. The games and cartoon series follow a young trainer named Ash Ketchum and his journey to become a Pokemon master. In Japan, instead of Ash as the main character, his name is Satoshi. If you remember, Satoshi is the creator of Pokemon, so Ash was supposed to be Satoshi when he was a little kid. He travels through different regions catching and training new Pokemon, 
making friends and rivals along the way, and participating in many competitions and battles. When the first Pokemon video games were released in Japan, they were an instant success. In the games, players take on the role of a Pokemon trainer, starting with one Pokemon and traveling around the game to catch and train more. There are now over 800 different species of Pokemon, each with their own unique abilities, strengths, and weaknesses. That's a lot of Pokemon to catch. The thought of catching and training creatures was completely new, and the game offered a sense of adventure and discovery that was unlike anything players had experienced before. As Pokemon grew in popularity, it expanded into TV shows, movies, and card games. Kids everywhere were obsessed with the world of Pokemon. And it wasn't just a game anymore. It became extremely popular and well-known to the point where almost everyone knows about it, and having a big impact on things like movies, TV shows, toys, and games. One of the main reasons that Pokemon became successful was because the games were designed to be played with friends, and trading and battling parts of the game encouraged players to connect and compete with one another. Over the years, the Pokemon franchise has continued to evolve and expand, and Satoshi and Ken's vision for Pokemon has inspired a generation of young people to explore the world around them, make new friends, and be creative. More recently, in 2016, the game Pokemon Go was released. It introduced many new gamers to an augmented reality version of Pokemon, in which you can walk around the real world and see and catch Pokemon through your handheld device. Augmented reality is where your game interacts with the real world, and through a device you can see the game. Pokemon Go became very popular as well, and is still played by many gamers today. Just like in a Pokemon battle, we all have strengths and weaknesses. It's important to remember that everyone is different, and that's what makes us special. Just because someone is strong in one area doesn't mean they're better than someone else. We should respect and appreciate each other's differences and work together to achieve our goals. Today we also have a poem for you about Pokemon. In a world of monsters big and small, there's a little creature loved by all. It's called a Pokemon. Have you heard? It's captured hearts all around the world. There's Pikachu with cheeks so bright, and Charmander all red and white. Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and so many more. Each one unique you just can't ignore. With special powers and moves to make, Pokemon battles are never fake. We've got to train and work real hard to become the best to go far. But even if you don't compete, you can collect and make them neat. Trading cards and figures too... Pokemon fun is endless, it's true. So join the craze and catch them all. You'll have a blast, you'll have a ball. Adventure awaits in the great outside with Pokemon there, right by your side. Thanks for those who filled out the form to give feedback. Uh, We heard from Ryan in Atlanta, Georgia. Ryan is 11. He's been listening for two years, more than two years at night. And he had a suggestion to do an episode about the World Cup or Messi. Now, we've heard a couple uh, who have asked for an episode about Messi. There was also Malachi in Central Kentucky who enjoyed the Dwayne The Rock Johnson episode. And they said they loved watching Moana. Lots of soccer fans here, which is awesome. Um, we also heard from Sophie in Scotland. Sophie said, hey, I love this. 
I listen to it over and over again because for some reason it always helps me get to sleep. Make more like this. She was referring to that Jeep the Flying Coyote episode. We also heard from Lulu. Lulu has a dog named Max. Uh, He was big, black, and lovable. Uh, We also heard from Gabby in Pittsburgh. And she gave us a recommendation to do an episode about the Jamestown Colony, which I thought was a great idea. I'll have to put that one on our list. Thanks for all the great comments. If you want to send any comments or suggestions, uh, you can click on the link in the show notes. And I love to read those. So thanks for reaching out and for all of your nice comments. We hope you enjoyed this episode about Pokemon. Be sure to tune in next Monday for a new episode. 